Hi coaches, Brian Blackburn here with season two of the Pound the Rock podcast. I want to thank HardwoodTexas.com for allowing us to do these podcasts. And we want to thank our sponsors, Scholastic Steel, Huddle, Waterboy Graphics, and Jeremy Thomas Agency, Allstate. Thank you guys again for, for hosting our podcast and for helping this podcast grow. Today we have Coach Casey Brewer from Rockwall High School and... Uh, we want to talk to her a little bit about the off-season plan that she has in place for her program and for her team. Uh, she has a ton of great experience. We worked also with Coach Joe McDill, uh, state champions there at Rockwall. So, Coach, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, the the, the focus of our of our conversation here is going to be off-season development, off-season training for you and your program. But I do have one question for you. I'm not trying to throw you off, but what is some of the best coaching advice you've ever received or the best coaching advice that, that you've ever given? Wow, that's a tough question. Um, I've received a lot of great coaching advice. Um, my, my father was a, a high school girls basketball coach, and um, – you know, I, I've gotten a lot from him. Um, and then, as you said, getting to work under Jill McDill, um, just learning a lot from her. Um, and then after being in the, the coaching world for 15 years, um, just the relationships I've built, I've built and got to be around um, great coaches. I would say, you know, the number one thing is always um, with any decision-making, whether that be on the court or off the court, um, the best advice I've I've ever been given is is always remembering, asking yourself what's best for kids, um, and so whether that's implementing a new offense, what's best for your kids, what's going to work best for them, what's going to grow them, um, not only on the court but off the court, um, and I think that that that's also um, other great advice that I've been given, just even developing my own program um, is really developing your program off of two things, and that's love and service. Um, and it, it seems like every great coach that I've been through, that, um, that those, two, those two words have been um, the great focus um, and where most of your success comes from. That's really good. Yeah, love and service. And you were, you were telling a story just recently uh, to me about uh, your, your uh, going to Haiti and having a chance to do a basketball camp there. You want to talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, for sure. Um, we've we've had the opportunity. Our, our teams had the opportunity the last two years to uh, go to Haiti. Um, and again, like I said, our uh, my, my program has been built off of those two words, just love and service. And so, what what greater way um, for your kids to really uh, grow in those two words than to take them to a third world country um, and for them just to get to be around and see the poverty, um, how things are so much different over there. Um, and, you know, we talk about all the time when, when we've gone over there and we've come back just how easy it is to really give love over there um, because you have kids that just want your attention all the time um, and they're not distracted by a lot of the things that we are over here. Um, and I think always one of the things that we try to really focus on is how can we do that when we get back? What are some ways um, in the classroom, um, in our community, uh, through our team, that we can really take the distractions out and really focus on each other and loving and serving each other? Um, and so that's always been, it, it is, it's always hard uh, to do, but being able to go to Haiti um, and just get rejuvenated each year, I think, has been such a blessing for me and my team. 
That's great. Now, I'm sure your your players are also more thankful when they get back for what they have. Oh, they are. They are. And as a coach, it's been neat just to see the growth and de- development of them uh, maturity-wise. Um, you start to see, you know, a lot of the, the selfish things that they want coming in as freshmen and then um, for to watch, you know, the, the kids that I have got to watch go there, um, just the, the sense of humility that comes back with them. Um, and the maturity and growth that you get to see in that in all aspects of their life has just been such a reward for me as a coach. That's great. Well, you're definitely going to have a, a unique answer then to the off-season development because not everybody gets <laughs> gets to go to, to Haiti and, right. and, and do this. And so that's, But obviously that's one thing that your program's built on, and so I think it, it kind of just uh, flows right into what we want to talk about with off-season player development. So let's go and talk a little bit about your philosophy there. Uh, you've already mentioned the, the trip to Haiti and how that builds on your culture. What are some other things that you're looking for, you know, right after the season and then uh, leading all the way up until June? For sure. Um, so I, I said, you know, my, my program, it, it's built off of five words, and uh, it, it, it's called the Lady Jacket Way. Um, it's something that, that Jill McDill instated when, when she was here, um, and it's something that I carried on. I just I switched some of the words just, just <laughs> based um, on me and, and how I wanted to lead my program. Um, but we still call it the Lady Jacket Way, and those five words um, I implement all year long. Um, and so going into off season, we always look for different ways that we can grow our kids in those five words. Because ideally, um, if I never talk about them, if they're just words that are on paper, but I'm never working through, um, then my kids are never going to buy into it. And so that's always the goal from the time they're a freshman, actually from the time they're seventh graders coming in to the program Um when they start coming to camp as third graders, they start learning these words. And then, obviously, in high school when they're with us, we, we work on those year-round. And so um, these five words were coming from um, love and service. And so these five words are leadership, character, heart, hard work, and unity. And so one thing um, that we do, obviously, we evaluate the season, uh, my coach and staff and I, um, and we look at, what with from our freshman JV and varsity, what our strengths were with those those players, what our weaknesses were, um, and and in the off season we want to continue to develop those strengths, but also work on our areas of weaknesses as well. And so um, we started this probably about, jeez, uh, maybe four years ago, um, and. and uh, I'm guessing most coaches, I would say probably most teachers too, the spring is always a challenge because uh, to keep kids engaged. You start to feel like there's more discipline problems, there's um, people just really complacent. Um, and so we, we always, we've been looking for ways just to try and, and keep our kids engaged um, and ways to keep them engaged. And so what we came up with um, is w- one of my assistant coaches, he served in the military. Um, and so we came up with dividing um, our off-season kids into branches of the military. Um, and we talk about, um, you know, what the mili- military stands for. And they're so um, – they they go hand-in-hand hand with, with what we want our athletes to be. Um, 
you know, and, and we go back to the Lady Jacket way. Um, the military is about leadership. It's about high character. It's about heart. It's about hard work, and it's about unity. So it, it instilled our Lady Jacket way in teaching about the military. So we break them into military teams to so the four branches. We have um, Air Force, Navy, Army, and Marines. And um, what what we do with our varsity kids, we, we split them up, and they're like the colonels of those teams uh, of those teams and so um we wanted you know when you have a varsity jv freshman um you know they really grow with with who's on their team through that season and so in the off season we want new um new relationships to develop where they really feel a part of the program and it's not just oh, she's a, a senior varsity player and I'm just a, a freshman, freshman player that will be a JV player or whatever. We really want um, to work on, on those leadership skills. Um, and so they, they kind of become the kernels of these four branches of the military. Yeah. Um, and then we, we just uh, we put each player that's in our off season on one of those teams. Um, with those teams... Um, we have an emphasis for the day, each and every day. Um, and so they're going to get points, and we usually do this six to seven weeks, and we determine an off-season champ um, at the end of our, our seven-week seven uh, off-season program. Um, and so that off-season champ, whoever wins that, the following season will get to be anytime we eat together as a team, they'll get to eat first. Um, they won't have to carry equipment on the bus. Um, they'll just get certain privileges in the next year um, is, is the reward of being the off season champ. And so, um, so the emphasis of the day is what they get points for. So for instance, today it was the player that had the most mates or, or scored the most points in practice. So our focus today um, was, more on uh, working on the skill of shooting, um, on becoming a better shooter, and how to do that. So we had all different types of drills that dealt with with scoring the basketball. Um, and so if one of the players, whoever had the most points, um, then she got 25 points for her team today. Um, so whoever wins the emphasis, they get that. Um, the second part of this military offseason competition is um we one of the things from this season is we felt like with the coming season we need to be a better rebounding team Mm -hmm. so every day um our next emphasis where they can get points is in rebounds so we keep our managers keep rebounds in practice every single day so if there's five people on the army team um, and each one of them got two rebounds today, then they got a total of 10 points in that section. Gotcha. Um, and then we have skill sheets. So Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, we lift. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, they do skill work. And so we, we kind of create these, these skill sheets, and they're just extra that they can do, that they don't have to do. Um, but it's, it's getting to the gym early. Um, and we have these skill sheets that they can complete throughout the week. And if they complete them, they get points for their military team. Um, it goes towards that. Right. Um, and then free throws is obviously something we want 
to be better at. So they have to shoot 25 free throws, um, and they have to make 76. They have to shoot 76 percentage in order to get points for that. So that's another section. Um, and then obviously service. Um, if they have all of their team gets to do one service project a week. Um, so last week, like the Marines team, for instance, they had a service project. It has to be 60 minutes long, and the person they have to have a picture. And um, they, uh, that whoever they did the service project for has to attest to it. So they have to sign it, mm-hmm. um, telling what they did. So the Marines, they had, they went and cleaned one of our piano teachers. They cleaned her whole room, um, and so they spent 60 minutes doing that. Um, another thing that that we have for this, the last section of it, would be a bonus. So each. Um, each week we have a new bonus. So last week's bonus, it was a three-week progress report. Um, and so if they got all A's on their progress report, then they got 10 points for their team. Um, and so with, with that, we wanted to create, with grades obviously being um, very important, academics being important to our program, um, we also wanted to create a sense of community just where if they're struggling in a class, that, that they, they automatically have help. Right. Um, and so, but then there's also that accountability partner there that they have too, where they're saying um, they're all now checking on each other, making sure, um, trying to help them get A's in their classroom as well. Um, and so that that's the point system. We do it every week. Um, we total it out. Um, and then... Uh, that's something that for us has just been awesome. Yeah, that sounds um, I great. I love it. It's really made our off-season thrive. Um, it's made it competitive. Um, there's, uh, you know, it's worth something. Um, and, and we can hit all the points, teaching all the points of who we are um, and really helping people grow and develop. You know, uh, we were having problems with getting kids uh, there in the morning to to get better, just to put time in. Um, and when you make it a competition and you put people around them that that, are, that help hold them accountable, um, you know, you have these young kids, too, that look up to these older kids, and now they're on their team and they're building relationships and friendships with them, and it inspires them to, to want to get better and to want to be great. Um, it's it's just been, it's been awesome for us. Um, I would say for my off-season program that 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 right there has been um, – what's what's helped us improve right um and get better um and then uh i also so our seniors when basketball's over obviously i don't require them um they don't have to work out with us anymore um but what i started doing with these groups um because with our program i really want even when the they graduate um to still be a part of the program and so uh what I do with my seniors is, is is my kids, I put them on a team too. Um, so they're on a military team as well. And uh, what they can help that team get points by coming and rebounding for them in the morning <laughs> um, or doing service projects for them in the morning. And it's so funny. It's, it's awesome to see them get up at, you know, 7 a.m. and <laughs> they're up there rebounding or, there's definitely, or helping there's, somebody. I don't know any of your players, but there's definitely some bribing going on. If, if I'm, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's there's exactly. some good time bribing going on there. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. But, you know, it falls back in it to, to what we teach all the time, which is serving. And, you know, as much money as you think you want to make in this world, um, money's not going to ever satisfy you or give you the joy that doing something for someone that you don't expect anything in return from mm-hmm. um, is going to give you. And so, you know, they, they're they so funny. My seniors, they're so competitive, um, <laughs> which is good. I, I hope that, that they carry that um, into their their lives outside, but um, but they're there. They're they're awesome. They're they're doing great, and um, well, yeah. Just, so that's really good. I, I love I love every bit of that. Now, just a couple of things to rehash here. Are your uh, all of your girls in the same athletic period? Yes, okay. they are. All right, so you have seniors yeah. through ninth graders all all we together. Do. I got you. And. Uh, can your teams, uh, your your branches of the military, can they earn points in the weight room as well? So I haven't done anything. That's usually a bonus. I got that you. We do. I got you. Um, but uh, but I will say this: if if I haven't seen a slack in the weight room, and that that's usually where we make it competitive, is if we feel like uh, it's just an area that that we need more emphasis on. Um, and the weight room hasn't been an issue for us, but if we felt like it was and we were slacking off in that, then yeah, we would, we would put that in, um, as a way to earn more points sure. for their military team or something to that fact. But, but I mean, you can really, the sky's the limit with, with what you could do. Right. And, and we've changed some things, um, every year, um, from it to, uh, you know, we had free throws as a part of the skill sheet. Um, in the beginning, and, and you know, one year we shot, I think, 50% from the free throw line, and I was like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> this has got to be a huge emphasis for us in the off season." And so we wanted to make it um, an individual emphasis, so we switched that the following year, and our shooting percentage went up 15% that next year. So, wow. um, you know, I, I mean, there's just there, – there's, there's so much stuff you could do that um, – that you feel like, and even with our skill sheet, you know, um, one year, a couple of years ago, I felt like passing was really a nemesis for us. So our skill sheet was usually just something where they where, where they could be held accountable in that skill sheet for passing. I got you. Um, so, I mean, and sometimes that would be our emphasis every day. Um, so the, our emphasis the other day, we were working on defense. So whoever had the most deflections in practice, they won that 25 points for their, their military team. Gotcha. So, um, it, you know, it, it gives them something that they're competing for. And to me, when you make it about competition, I feel like we can get the most growth out of our kids. Right. And it's it sounds like there, there's a lot of uh, player-led opportunities. Does that kind of yeah. help, help you stay fresh as well? Like, you know, kind of keep you from – hearing your voice over and over again they've heard you all season now they can kind of listen to each other and and help each other does that does that help out as well absolutely yes and and you know again one of our words is leadership and so um you know what we were trying to do by this too is is create better leadership skills um and so and usually it's happening in our older players our varsity players those are the ones that are the kernels of those teams so if if 
someone's slacking in that area, then then it's their job to help coach them and lead them um, and help them grow in that area. Um, yeah. And so it's coaching them on that too, which has been a lot of fun too, um, just to, to teach them how to do that, how to talk to a player, how to inspire a player, how to motivate a player. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's been it's, – it's worked really well for us too. Good deal. Now, uh, how many players – per branch do you do you normally have um so <laughs> it was funny because so i have managers too and 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 i want them involved too so so our <laughs> managers um they get points too they can earn points for their team too by coming and rebounding um and and participating obviously in the grades um and participating in uh the service project so there's there's certain things with managers um and if we're we're wanting to train a manager to to do something right then we can give them you know different ways than than what's in the gym but um so so one year i had a lot of injured players and i had a lot of managers so I made I made another branch and we we called them the Coast Guard. <laughs> yeah, so, just when they're so needed, we had, right? Just we'll just call yes. you when, when you need, when you're needed. <laughs> right, right. But but we had to develop what, what we did just to try and even it out is is with my injured players they obviously couldn't partake in everything that we were highlighting with our non-injured athletes. Um, and so we created a whole other system for them to earn points based on what they could do and our managers with that as well gotcha. so they could kind of compete too and still still get good but it was a it was they had total different emphasis right um on a few of them um for the most part um i mean it, it could be I, i've had anywhere from five on a team to i mean we, we had nine i think nine. one year yeah nine to ten so i mean I it, it really doesn't matter so so what we do like even with um so if you have a team that has, for grades, for instance, that being their bonus, um, if you, and I mean, point system-wise, you could make it however you wanted. But um, if if they, um, if the whole team gets all A's, then we give bonus points to that. Right. Um, and so, again, that's where the accountability of helping each other in the classroom comes into play. If I have a kid injured or a couple of kids injured on one team um, for rebounds, let's say, you know, we're keeping total total rebounds for the team, but I only have, I only have six on one and I have four on the other, then we're only going to take the top four of everybody's team. Um, does that make sense? Yes. Um, yeah. Otherwise, every everybody would have – two other people's points in. So, right. so, I mean, some of it you have to do some adjustment with. And, and we've had to, to learn. And, and honestly, our kids are great at it, um, especially if you've got really competitive kids. They're going to have a lot of whys, and they're going to find a lot of loopholes. So sure. we've, <laughs> we've had to really work at what's fair, what's not fair, um, you know, and, and really try and have good rules to everything. But, but I mean, to me, I, I really think you could take this and, and – make it work for what your team what would be best for your team right yeah no that's that's really good and it's a lot of food for thought for coaches that have players in the off-season programs that that they're working with and you know like you said the springtime is 
is pretty wild. And so it's, it's hard to keep that focus, not just for the players, but for us as coaches as well. And so I think this is definitely something that can keep things fresh. And that's, right. that's always good for, it's not just good for the players, it's good for the coaches too. Right, um, right. But, well, even exciting. I mean, even to make it fun to, you know, like one of our bonuses uh, and, and you know, your bonus could be if, if you just needed some, some better unity um, with your team, you know, you, you could make it where they, they have to come up with, uh, you know, uh, whoever has the best dance or uh, <laughs> we did one where actually this this I'll tell you this week um for we have a our basketball camp we want to try and get it on the announcements with a video so um they have to make a commercial for Lady Jacket basketball camp that has to be 30 seconds long that has to include our camp information and um it has to uh talk about the Lady Jacket way in it um and so that that is their bonus for this week so whichever team comes up with the best video um then they'll win the bonus for this week so i mean we look for ways to to make it fun because because i mean yes obviously right now a lot of your kids are exhausted um from academics from uh you know all the stuff they have going on off um well, even just our basketball season, our basketball season's long, right. you know, and, and they come right out of that, and most of them are straight into AAU ball, um, and they're practicing at night, and they're playing on the weekends, and so, you know, when they come to you, um, that that was kind of the, the thing. We wanted to, to figure out a way where we could still get the most out of our kids with what we're doing and make it exciting and fun um, and competitive. Yeah. Um, and so, That's yeah. That's really good. Unique way to – to kind of make your program be different, you know, and one thing we talk about here a lot is, you know, winners are different. It's, you know, a lot right. of people, you know, the majority are not winners. The majority, you know, are, are, are the teams that are going to lose. And so we want to be in the minority. We want to be different. And Absolutely. so this is something that makes your team different and your program different. Now, you mentioned the the AAU. What is your relationship okay. there? How do you manage that, handle that? What's your philosophy there with you and your players uh, you know, since you, you obviously have players that are that are going to play in the in the spring, and then again, uh, big time in in June and July. So, what are your thoughts there going into the summer for your program? For sure. So, what we do is is we actually have a Lady Jacket AAU team, um, and so our kids um, they get coached by a former player. Um, uh-huh. A former lady jacket, she comes back and and she'll, they'll practice once a week, um, and then they'll play in about six tournaments uh, throughout April and June, um, and then July our kids don't play. Lady jacket AAU team doesn't play, so they get they get they play in six tournaments, um, and that that tries to work around the ones that um, that want to play in college. Obviously, our our AAU team doesn't play in, in any of the NCAA. Um, Tournament. So right. if that's something that they want to do, then they they are on another AAU team. Um, and if there's a conflict with the AAU team um, when we're playing, if it's if it's not an NCAA certified one, then they're playing with their their the Lady Jacket gotcha. AAU team. Um, but it's been really good for us, um, especially. Again, I, I told you when our, our kids graduate, I still want them attached to the program in some way, or form, or fashion. So, um, you know, whether that's through season, bringing them back on Saturdays to talk to the team, if it's writing them letters throughout the year, um, or, or 
they're a part of our video or highlight video or whatever. Um, this is a great way because obviously the player knows what we do and what we run, and and they're going to know it best better than anybody. But it also gives them um, our alumni an opportunity to give back to the program as well. So yeah. and they 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 love it, um, and so. Uh, yeah, it's worked really well for us, um, and 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 the girls love lady playing lady jacket A U ball, um, and you know it gives them the best competition um, playing in the AAU tournaments against select teams. Yeah, um, and it just you know it's it's been really good. It gives them growth, um, and it helps them. Uh, you know, come together with this new team now because um, it's different. It, they'll right. have different players. It'll be, you know, everybody's bringing a different gift to the team, and, and that's something that, that we get an opportunity to by doing this to start developing um, and seeing how it works um, with high-level competition in the spring and summer. That's good, and and there's really no, you know, as long as everybody stays healthy, there's no downside to it. Uh, right, and, right. And so, so you're going to play, you said six so that's about thirty games together. Roughly. Well, and and some of that, some of that's been based off of how many, how many of of my uh, kids coming back I have playing on other teams. Gotcha on other AU teams because you know I don't want them being worn out. Um, right. And so even just getting in a practice once a week uh, with a former Lady Jacket AU. Or, or our former lady jacket um, is is something that that I think um, helps our kids as well. Right. Um, so, like for instance, um, in the past, I've had players where I've only had two on the team that have played on other AAU teams, and so when that happens, we may play in more AAU tournaments. Gotcha. Um, but if if I have a team that's loaded and every single one of them is playing on a different AAU team then we may only play four AAU tournaments and just go to a team camp. Gotcha. So some of that just depends because, um, you know, you you obviously – you want to give them at least a weekend or two where they don't have <laughs> a basketball tournament, you no know. Joke. So, um, yeah. so I, you know, we, we try to honor that and respect that um, as well. But, um, yeah. yeah, so some of it just depends on how many – of the players are actually playing on other AAU teams. Very good. Well, Coach Brewer, thank you so much for the time. This has been great. I love your off-season program and uh, the Lady Jacket way. It's going to be successful for a long time because of the, you know, the culture that you've built, and and it's really really neat to hear and gives a lot of coaches some food for thought uh, in regards to off-season development. Um, I get. One last question, last thing. Any anything that you can think of that there's 900 coaches on this website, and so anything that you feel like is important for the coaches to know or to know about you or your program that you feel like would be beneficial to them. I'm I'm sorry. Can you say that again? Yeah. Is there anything uh, that you want the uh, coaches on the website here to to know or that that you think would benefit them in regards to your coaching and something that's been beneficial to you that you would want to share with them? Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I think the biggest thing. Um, are you talking about just as far as is building a program or just coaching? Just yeah, yeah, anything, just anything that comes to mind. Yeah, yeah, I, I think the biggest thing. Um, you know, I think there's so there's so much information out there um, that sometimes it can overwhelm you. Um, 
and you, you teach so many different things that everybody's lost. And I think probably <laughs> the biggest thing for me, um, and even learning under Jill McDill was, was you know, you, you got your philosophy and then stick to that philosophy and teach that philosophy, you know, and then you're finding information to come into that philosophy. So for me, like I was saying, um, everything we do, everything I teach, whether it's a drill, whether it's what I'm saying, it, it, I'm all trying to base it and teach it off of love and service and then buy that into the lady jacket way. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's one of the biggest things. And then I think for me it's been making sure my kids understand the why of everything we do. Um, I think when they understand the why, there's there's more buy-in to it, um, whether that's a drill. Um, you know, when, when we do a drill, I always ask them, why are we doing this drill um, before we start the drill? So that way they know the emphasis of why we're doing the drill so they can really focus on that while they're doing the drills so they don't just go through the motions. Um, 